Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves through the media we care about. My name is Oswald Cardona, and I'm joined by Lara Taylor-Caster. Hey. Hello. And special guest, Marquides. Hello. You what is are he ab- doing here? He's <laughs> abiding by our very strict <laughs> once-a-year rule. He's not allowed on the show more than, than once per year. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Cutting yeah, yeah. it close this year. Yeah. 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 Only at the end of the year uh, is he allowed to come by. Maybe. So. So. You, you want to know something that's funny? The last time I was actually on GT was last year in November when uh, the Rise of Skywalker came out, mm-hmm. and we did a whole Star Wars episode. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. So it it seems like I'm only invited on when there's a big premiere of <laughs> of the movies. No. You're actually no. the the reason why you're you're on here is because um you represent a uh different uh spectrum on the age <laughs> continuum than um we do. Obviously uh Lara's at the opposite extreme um uh Thanks. among us, right? You're you're the <laughs> oldest one and you're the, you're the youngest one. I am a month older than you. <laughs> <laughs> you're still the oldest one. Um but uh, there was something about that that Star Wars episode, right? Where it was you have such a different experience than I do with Star Wars, right? Like for you, it was new, and and so for for today, we're going to be talking about Spider Man No Way Home, and not only is is Spider Man super important to you, but you said something to me um, the day before the movie came out. You said like this is like my entire childhood. In like in, in in one movie, and and I thought about that. I was like, "What? When? Like, how different is that from 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 my experience?" And I, and I think it is. And and I know Spider Man is a super important character to you. So um, so that's why I, I really uh, I'm really happy that that you're here to to provide a perspective. Of course, this is a, a super spoiler filled um, episode. I hope you're you're here because you want to um, learn more about um, the movie. Uh, sure, get our reactions, of course, uh, but really the different themes that we we each identified. I'm sure we saw it and um, and thought very different things. And hopefully, this will be helpful for you, listener, uh, as you as you think about the movie and talk about it with other people, and you know, get an idea of of how meaningful some of the themes in this movie can be. So, so with that, um, you know. Come back later if you haven't watched it, if you haven't watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. If you have, welcome. And uh, let's start with Mark. What what does the character of Spider-Man mean to you? What does Spider-Man mean to me? Oh, man, this is this is a loaded question because he means he means he means many different things to me. I mean, first and foremost, he sort of has that representation of you know what you like what you were talking about earlier where i kind of represent this, uh, this the younger side of of this uh generation here um in terms of like you know talking about millennials i know i'm like a berry at the cusp you could call me a, a zillennial or, or whatever you want to call it the point is is that you know he you know peter parker when when he's bitten he's just a teenager and he has to figure out the whole superhero gig basically by himself at least in the comics um, so he represents that younger, more childish side, um, but also he's probably one of the more realistic superheroes that I was exposed to as a kid. Um, 
you know, growing up, you have the the, the iconic ones. You have uh, Superman, you have Batman. And, you know, Batman, I know, is, is pretty realistic in the, in the sense that, you know, he's just a normal human. He has no powers, but he's also mega rich, which is also extremely unrealistic to someone like me who's, you know, always kind of lived in the working class or below. Um, and so to have someone like Peter Parker and Spider-Man to basically be someone like me just with the un, uh, unfortunate or fortunate accident of being bitten by a radioactive spider is is something that has always stuck out to me and has always shown me that, you know what, it, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. You always have this potential to to do great things and to help so many other people with your gifts. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be something spectacular as long as you sort of have the heart and the conviction to always kind of stand up and do what's right. And in his case, it's a lot of the times looking out for the little guys, you know, like they have in, um, which movie was it? It was civil war at the end or not civil war. Um, Oh, Oh God. My Marvel, the Marvel knowledge is leaving me. Um, Winter soldier. No, it wasn't Winter soldier. No, no, no! It was way he afterwards. Because he made his debut in. Civil oh, in Civil War, War. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. It was, it was, um, oh, it was Homecoming. My, my apologies. It was that Homecoming, when he says, like, you know, I, I want to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I, I want to look out for the little guys. So he's not sitting here, you know, protecting government agencies. He's not out there protecting his own corporation. It's no, I got to protect the everyday citizens of of New York from, you know muggers and and burglars and and things of the sort he he wants to be there for them he is the people's hero and you even see that with with spite with the video game with uh miles morales you know kind of deviating a little bit but we still have the the moniker of spider-man and you know kind of spoilers for that game you know at the end we have one of the you know one of the people of harlem saying that's our spider-man because he represents them and he's fighting for them based on the actions that he's doing and what he kind of is standing up for. So that's kind of like, I think the biggest thing for what, how, um, what Spider-Man sort of means to me is that you're there for the people and you're there to do whatever you can to help them um, to the best of your abilities with the gifts or the knowledge that you have. I was telling my therapist today that the, uh, Spider-Man is known for you know, having storylines and or, or having an element to his stories where like he has to have a job and he has to pay the rent and <laughs> and he he struggles with things that uh, uh you know people struggle with on a on a day to day basis in a, in a very relatable way. He's not the only character, but he I think he's definitely probably the first superhero that that did that kind of thing, and it's it's core to to the character. And of course, over the years, you know, Spider Man has been many many different things including like being portrayed by different actors in different movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh just uh quick um reactions to to the movie Lara. What what did you what, what did you think of the movie? I cried a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a very good movie. It was everything like Mark was talking about this is his childhood coming to life or whatever, right? This is my entire adulthood and Spider-Man because the first Spider-Man movie came out when I was in college, right out of moving out of my dad, or not moving out of my dad's house, but right when I started college. And so I have 
had the knowledge of the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield. And I was so excited to see them in this movie. And those are some of my favorite interactions are the three of them together in this movie. Um, So uh, that's my quick take is that like, it was like my entire, because I think Spider-Man was the first superhero. It was before any of the Marvel stuff. Like it was the Sony Spider-Man movie. I think X-Men, X-Men and Spider-Man came out right around, around the same time. The, right? right around yeah. the same time. So it's like all of that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so I think seeing Tobey Maguire on the screen was one of my favorite things. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when When's he coming? Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me Andrew Garfield first. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I expected them there, but I, I was still... I was mm-hmm. like, maybe they won't be. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't super sure, um, and especially how much they would be there. Mark, your your uh, quick reactions to to the movie. Um, well, I was at the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, I went to one of those theaters where like they have dinner, like they serve dinner as well. Um, I completely forgot my, my food existed. Um, <laughs> well, it was, my it was fa- also drowning in, in tears. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Super soggy. Just, exactly. My, my chicken tendies just completely soaked. Um, my, my fiance kept trying to like hold my hand and like i would hold it for like five seconds and then immediately like pull it away and like pull it close to my chest because i was just so excited about what was happening on the screen and um you know i it brings me back because i remember when spider-man 3 came out i was in fifth grade and i remember coming home from school i know i'm I'm aging all of you guys right now i can see your faces we we started it's so funny we started we started the millennial generation (laughs) you ended it that's that's we're all millennials here exactly (laughs) and i i just remember coming home from school and it was like in a storm that day but it was like the friday that the movie came out and i remember my mom taking me to the theater and just sitting there and watching the end of the trilogy here and it was just like that like that's like one of the clearest earliest memories I have of of Spider Man aside from watching like the the cart the the eighties cartoon, nineties, nineties eighties you Both. know, <laughs> oh yeah exactly, um, but no it, it's it was just all around completely amazing and even hearing like the jokes that they were like the subtle jokes that they had towards like you know Andrew Garfield, um at his expense and him like totally going along with it it, it was. I thought it was great. I thought it had some really nice, even meta jokes in there that were just top tier. Yeah. Uh, and, and my reactions uh, also cried um, a lot. Uh, this movie messed me up. Like um, part of the reason why we're doing this episode is mostly so I can process uh, some of my feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Um, As many of our episodes go. Yeah, they're for us. <laughs> <laughs> I love processing things. Yeah. 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 Uh, couldn't process it uh, for for long enough with my therapist earlier today, um, so you all get to 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 do the rest of that. Um, I the MCU is incredibly rewarding the more you invest into it, and the payoff of knowing of getting all those references and being connected to all those other movies and knowing those characters, it keeps getting harder and harder to explain to people because it for us i mean we we watched them as they came out right um even 
even you, Mark, I'm, I'm sure, right? It's like, you know, you, you went to theater to see the third one and there's been a lot of stuff since then. You rented the first two, but it was just like two that you had to go back and check, right? And and, and see that way. But but like anyone who's younger now, like there's so much to watch and catch up on to be able to understand all of these things. And I think I was surprised that the movie, I think it does a good job of if this is your, fr- like you could come into this movie fresh and it explains everything to you because there's so much weird stuff happening that they have to explain it to 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 Peter and and, and MJ and and Ned so um that that happens and so I think they pulled that off I think they pulled I think they they did everything they didn't waste a single opportunity it feels like um with the the resources that they had available everybody was it was I don't know it was it was a hell of an experience um and and ultimately, and I'm sure we'll get to it later. But ultimately, I felt well. We'll get to my feelings about it later. I have very strong feelings about the movie. <laughs> but I think it's an amazing experience um, to to have something like this. And oh, I, it's just it's just it was it was it was shocking. <laughs> like, the movie was shocking. Um, but but uh, but uh, but really great. That's kind of my my reaction. Um, and so yeah, so there's so much in it that that it can mean different things to to different people. So, um, what are the what are the like the biggest things that you think um, we should talk about? Mark, give me give me give me the the, the, the biggest thing that you think um, we should we should talk about. Biggest theme, biggest event, biggest moment. Mm, the biggest moment. Yeah, not necessarily oh, your favorite, just like the most yeah. important kind of thing. I think, and this is this is where like most of my tears were shed, and and, and it kind of goes without saying, but I think it's when Aunt May dies, and and it's it was the most heart wrenching thing because like you like the moment you saw her standing in front of the door, even before you know Goblin even comes through, you you just knew like the way it was stanced and the way it was it was portrayed it, you just saw it coming a mile away but it still didn't take away from the the heartbreaking moment uh, especially once once Tom Holland you know Peter kind of realizes what's happening um and just kind of understanding that that impact um and more so kind of playing into then this this darker side of of Tom Holland because you know up until this point we've only ever seen him as the the cheeky sarcastic teenager high school kid and after this moment we see a huge dramatic shift in his in his thought process and even in his emotions like it all takes a a much darker turn um which I think is something that was really interesting and you know totally makes the what happens in the post credit scenes um very much um you know something that i definitely see coming in in the future um and i'm very much excited to see happen in the future what do you what do you mean from the post credit scenes oh you, like when when they have venom and then you see um mm-hmm. he kind of he when he gets sent back to his own mm-hmm. um universe and then you see that there's a little drop of venom that stayed which you know Plot-wise, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, if you think about it, it really doesn't. Like, that, that it shouldn't stay there. But the fact that it does, and knowing what Venom kind of 
what Venom is known to do to, um, you know, Peter when he's wearing it or when he has Venom attached to him, it, it, especially when you see how angry he got and how much he and how willing he was ready to to kill the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, like it just makes it like um something that you can definitely see like a a future movie happening. And it's one that I'm very excited to see happen because, you know, you can harp on Spider-Man 3 all you want, but that black suit, mm, I loved that. I loved that costume design. Got it. Okay, okay. So kind of the, the darker side, um, mm-hmm. getting tapped into, seeing it play out, getting it, um, right? So so he doesn't get to, to, I mean, he would have killed Green Goblin if, if Tobey Maguire hadn't stepped in. Mm-hmm. And and so Peter Parker, Peter Parker two one two no no, no that's no, two no. right, right, right. Peter Holland is two. one right Toby's two uh, Garfield's three um, <laughs> uh, I forget um, that's so funny uh, got it got it got it so 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 is that something that is like you've been thinking about then like uh, like oh okay we're gonna see that like in the future then that side of him that. The, the darker side and and venom mm-hmm. will tap into it yeah it's kind yeah, of what you're thinking okay yeah okay okay i, I also i also see it as like a, a big intense moment of growth mm-hmm. for him um and i think because i remember you know also what i was texting was that i felt like this movie brought spider-man back to his roots mm-hmm. um and that more so plays in towards the end but i think that that moment with may really sort of solidified just kind of what peter parker is all about um and what what ultimately you know this is what leads to his ultimate choice and his decision in what he does to try to fix everything um and and willing to live with that and accept that as sort of something that has to happen so so this is this is where my my feelings about it um start this is where i need to process mm-hmm. <laughs> right so um i was very surprised that may died um, in in part because because of the movies we've had so far, um, he has had moments where he's had to overcome things and he's had challenges and he's shown to be a hero, um, a great hero, and and that it felt it definitely felt like the biggest. It was it's like the biggest shock right the biggest um blow that you could Mm -hmm. have possibly done to him and 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 it was a a blow to me but what you said about like oh like everything like now now super super, now spider-man is like what he's meant to be or what he's supposed to be or like spider-man is 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 finally spider-man that idea that narrative infuriates me it bothers me so much. It bothers me that that we had a Peter Parker that was different. Like even the sh- mm-hmm. I mean the movie shows we already had Tobey Maguire in three movies. We already had Andrew Garfield in two movies. We've had we have decades and decades of different versions of Spider Man. Um, younger, older, ultimate version is my Spider Man um, uh, from like beginning to end, and very similar to to this version right younger um things are a little bit different and the idea that we have to like in order for him to 
become what he's supposed to be or like fulfill his destiny or become like a real Spider-Man. He had to lose everything starting with May. And then literally like at the end, he has nothing. nothing. And I just felt so sad. I still feel so sad. I feel so sad that all of those sacrifices had to happen for him to, and it feels like for, for him to, to be this character a different version of the character than 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 what he already was and be more like traditional i've i've, I've thought about this a lot but i i hate the idea that he had to lose everything to become supposedly uh, th- this best version which i don't i don't necessarily think that you know this is the the best or 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 better version we may get the best Spider-Man movies ever now, right? In the future. Um, but it, it, it very much uh, like, re- I mean, it, it doesn't retcon so much the things um, that have happened before in the sense that they happened to him and we know that mm-hmm. they happened. It kind of retconned the world, um, but it changes the character completely moving forward. Um, there's no, he can't tap into the mentors that he had, the friendships that he had, the relationships that he had. And, oh, like, I feel so... I don't know what he's, I'm projecting it, it here. It feels but like, like he's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man now, right? Who had the... He didn't have... I mean, he had MJ, but, like... And, and Harry, but, like, cheap-ass apartment in New York. But, I mean, I mean that's, else. <laughs> that's that's the comic book Spider-Man, right, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for a right. lot. That's, that's mm-hmm. I mean, that is, sure, that's classic Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But, like, that Spider-Man didn't have anything to begin with. Like, this Spider-Man, we, we gave it to him and then we took it all away. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and the fact that people are, like, happy about, the, about that. Is, I find that so upsetting. I find it so upsetting, th- this idea of, of all of these sacrifices having to to happen for, for, this, for this version to exist. I don't know. It, th- at the, the end, like, it was such a, a strange roller coaster because from the moment that, that May died, it was like, okay, he's just losing stuff over and over and over again. And we get all these great moments with all the other uh, Spider-Men. But mm-hmm. at the end, I was just, I was just depressed. I was just so sad. I was like, this kid's out there alone. And like they and then they go through the thing of showing him trying to meet with all the people and like, oh, when Happy doesn't remember him and like nobody remembers him, it's just oh, it just it hurt. It hurt so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I have words, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, I I agree with you that maybe he didn't need to lose everything, right? we've torn this from him, but the loss of May gives us a moment that I think is beautiful. And it's interesting when Nina, when I told Nina that you wanted to do this episode, she's, she and I were both like, so I can talk about my dead mother again. Like, (laughs) because that's basically why I was sobbing through this movie. Um, But there's been this concept of the moment afterward with the three Spider-Men's, um, and them each going through their own loss. This movie shows like positive masculinity and vulnerability in a way, like awkwardness around it, but also like the realness of it. And I think it's been interesting to watch that. And I've had so many people, uh, a friend of mine 
said that in the movie theater where he was, there was a woman behind him clapping and saying, yes, positive masculinity when they're like (laughs) talking to each other and supporting each other and like having those moments. When I described it to Nina, I said it was like an emotional version of the meme where they're all pointing at each other. Like literally, Uh, like I see you. I see you. I see the loss that you've been through. It's hard. And without the trifecta of Ben, uh, Gwen, and uh, May, you wouldn't have that moment. It wouldn't have been as powerful. So so th- that scene, right, where they come to help him. Yes, I agree. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, I mean, it, freaking movie is great um mm-hmm. but that scene it kind of it, it presents this idea or, or to me right it seems to frame that oh may just told you right now that great power with great power comes great responsibility that's Which like our origin fate, just but, saying <laughs> as yeah, soon as like, she said that i was like oh. but like that's our that's our origin point right and then that's our like our mantra that's what guides us so he hasn't been, apparently he hasn't been a hero until now well that's in, that's in a lot part of people that's minds, part of right? what bothers me yeah yeah because mm-hmm. it's like oh your story starts now you just this is your fifth movie but this is your story starts now and and i mean he, he talks about like like i fought i fought the vulture i fought purple giant purple guy uh you know mr stark helped me they're like oh um, i wanted to go to space no, yeah i, I went to space any- i did all these things right like he's he's, he's the already- opposite of like when we talk about comic book progression like you start at the friendly neighborhood kind of stuff and work your way up and once things go cosmic it's like and time bending and all of that it gets way out there and there's a progression and you can't go back almost and like he's been there <laughs> yeah but but like Tony Stark was his uncle Ben, you know, like mm-hmm. he was, he was his mentor. He I mean, he also had him. his uncle Ben too. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we just we, never saw that. Loss. We never saw him lose his parents. We never saw him lose uncle Ben. Right. But we did see him build a relationship with, uh, with Tony and, and lose it completely. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and mm-hmm. everybody lost, you know, Tony Stark, but like having that, that, that was his mentor. That was, that was the person that he was learning from. So he had this like this again. I don't know so much a father figure, but definitely a a a mentor already. Someone who, like, even and Happy says it at the end, right? It's like, oh, like it's not just May that May's um, ideas and learnings that you're going to to carry forward. It's Iron Man's too, right? Like this this version of Spider Man is still built off of off of both of those things. And like it's not like he was a bad kid before, you know. And even even when uh, he disagreed with May, he was like, he was just agreeing with Strange, who, I mean, was we could argue whether or not he was right or wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because uh, they didn't show a death count, but I'm sure a lot of people got hurt because you know nobody pressed that button, you know, for 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 an hour and a half in the movie, mm-hmm. and. And I and I get it. I love the the. I love the the. I don't know the, the, that idea that like we can do better, right? We can do better. And sure, there's a cost, and we're gonna and we're gonna do that, and we're gonna do better. And 
and again, I, I saw someone talking about this, right? Where it was like, it's such a Spider-Man thing, right? That like the solution, the, the easy solution was literally super easy. It was literally just press a button. They could have pressed mm-hmm. the button at any moment. They were going to die. <laughs> and they would have, and they would have disappeared. They've already died. Like it wouldn't ultimately in this world, it wouldn't have mattered, but there was a chance to do something better, you know? And, 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 and he was, he was on board. He like, he was already on board to do that. And it wasn't, he didn't like, he didn't uh, struggle with that until May died. Right. Because before then he was all in, he was helping them out. Like we get that hilarious scene where they're all walking into Happy's apartment, you know, like he was already convinced. It's not like he needed the additional, uh, the additional trauma to like solidify, you know, that the right thing is worth doing. Um, it's, uh, like, like I just, he had to suffer so much and lose so much. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm bringing it back to, to, to my feelings, but, um, but, uh, I believe you, you were, you were focusing on the, um, positive masculinity, which is, which is, mm-hmm. which was, uh, definitely, um, I think Andrew Garfield, when he said, you know, like I always wanted brothers, right. It was like that thing, like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> Spider-Man tends to be. Or can be right in the story. It can be. He's very. He is very alone, right? Which again, I don't necessarily like that this version of Spider-Man is now completely alone, and and um, but but having them be able to to help each other out in that way, and see that they that they're not alone is is awesome. Although mm-hmm. uh, Into the Spider Verse did that very well, also. Mm-hmm. Well, and this Spider Man, Tom Holland Spider Man, ultimately it was his choice to be alone, right? Both MJ and Ned said, please tell us who you are, remind us, promise me you're going to remind us. And he walks away to protect them, which I have mixed feelings about, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, go ahead. I just, on the one hand, like, I understand wanting to give them what they want. MIT, they seem happy, but is it real? Because they don't remember him. They don't remember the life they had with him that they were bought into. And they were like, I want to do this. I want to be with you. I want to be your friend. I want to be your guy in the chair and your partner in crime and, like, do all of this together. And... He took away his own support from but, them, and I mean there was a, there was you know that that clear moment where she shows the the band aid on her on her forehead, and he's like, "You got hurt because of me." So people get hurt maybe. because of people all the time. It's true <laughs> on it's accident. That's yeah, facts. <laughs> it's true emotionally and physically. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, so it's taking away their agency. <laughs> he, uh, hmm. Mm. Oof, I could debate. I, 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 hmm. mm. We could. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because, I mean, there, there's a part earlier when he's when he's talking to Doctor Strange and he says, um, he's like, no, please don't make all may forget. I don't know if I can go through that again. Right. It's like. It took a long time for. Like, him to have his best friend and like it's it's true hmm did he take their agency 
in the and in the beginning in the beginning of the whole movie is about him trying to take away people's agency make them forget that they ever knew it was me i mean cast a magic spell to make them forget that is literally taking away people's agency yeah i can't he was uh, yeah yeah he's a stupid teenager well-meaning uh I think this is in one of those instances where, you know, Spider-Man has always been kind of seen as like a hero that kind of always has to sacrifice something. And, and this is kind of drawing back into kind of what, where you are getting um, mega espresso depresso, Josue, mm-hmm. um, of, of the fact that he had to lose basically everything. But you know, when I think back on, on Spider-Man, I mean, yeah, I, I grew up with Tobey Maguire. So, like, my original idea of Spider-Man was one that was that almost had to sacrifice what would be best for him for the sake of other people. Um, whether it's the, those that are close to him, like Aunt May or, or MJ, or it's, you know, the people that he's just trying to save. It's just, you know, the you know New Yorkers and, and the citizens, and regular citizens, you know. He's willing to sacrifice all of those things uh, for himself because he knows that he can't have the best of both worlds. And then we have to take a look at, at Tom Holland and, and his Spider-Man. And this is one where, for the most part, he's had the luxury of enjoying the best of both worlds. He had the luxury of having those that he cared about know who he was, know his secret, and be all on board and be supportive of him while keeping himself basically hidden from the rest of the world. And it was only in, in in his attempt to try and keep the best of both worlds did he realize that it's something that wasn't going to, it isn't feasibly possible. He realized that Strange it was right, you know, and that he's trying to live two different, he's basically trying to have his cake and eat it too. And that's not how the world works. For for a lot of people, it's, it's really lot, hard. See, for a lot mm-hmm. of people, I will say, for a lot mm-hmm. of people, because it doesn't. It's not that, for everybody. The story it doesn't have to. That doesn't have to be the story. You know, like it doesn't. It doesn't you have don't to have be to that. Sacrifice yourself for for everybody, or you don't have to lose time. everything. Mm-hmm. And know? and I I do agree to an extent. I do I do agree, and I also had some mixed feelings towards the end too with with um, MJ and Ned, um, with the idea of, of losing them as well. But at, at the same time, like again in I think this was him sort of having his Tony Stark moment at the end of Endgame where he was willing to sacrifice because he knew what had to be done for the greater good. At that point in time, there was no way that he could have Strange say, hey, do the spell again and only keep MJ and Ned that know my secret and have everybody else in the world forget. Like there was no way that would happen. He, It was kind of an all or nothing thing and he was willing to have that Tony Stark moment of... Yeah, but Tony Stark to- got off easy. I mean, I don't feel of course, bad for Tony Stark after he died. No, of course not, because we know that this is this isn't him dying. This is just him being forgotten, essentially. And yeah, I, it it really does suck the fact that he does have to lose everything in order to get to the the quote unquote uh, you know friendly neighborhood Spider Man aspect of things. And again, you know, like like you guys were saying, like when he tries to go and you know fulfill his promise of of reminding them and he sees that like "Mm, well you see that's also kind of my fault also i see how happy you guys are because you guys are about to go off to college and if i remind you you guys might not want to go because i can't go to mit because i am nobody knows i don't exist to the world and i don't want to risk you guys making the choice of 
sacrificing your futures to stay with me. So, and this is one of the things we're, you know, what Laura was saying about trying to take away their agency of, so I'm going to make the decision for you and I'm not going to say anything. However, I also do see this as a moment of a possible second chance. Like here's a now a chance where he can really get to know MJ for who she is and really build that connection. Cause I mean, you see like right off the bat, you can tell that, she's sort of sensing some sort of connection between both of them. Like you can because see he's the cheating. Because kind of he's cheating. Because he has, he has inside away. information. No, but because yeah. he has inf- insider information. He he like mm-hmm. said something that she likes to say already. That's like uh, yeah, cyber-stalking oh, somebody. And then, and then I mean, like, oh, yeah. you like, that's your favorite color too? Yeah, granted, yes. I know he has a bit of a cheat sheet. He, he, he has the insider knowledge of things. But like, I feel like he's trying to do that to try to build a, a more... But try to build the relationship now, but having her just know him as regular Peter Parker, not I don't oh, think you know he's going to go back. I don't think but he's going to go back. I think I think that he would. So, I think it it would be so. The, how terrible would it be? Like you have all that information, all that past, and it's basically like you know, like she's an amnesiac, right? It's like she doesn't remember nothing that he says is going to bring back her memory. So he has to start over. But he has all of these past memories. Like the pain of that, I imagine, would be so terrible. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's why. That's why the whole agency thing. I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's it's a different person at this point. Like there's well, no but he, way. But he could present information just like he was going to. I'm Peter Parker. This was our relationship. I know that it sounds weird, but they live in a world where even though they don't know who Peter Parker is, weird shit happens all the time. Aliens did still come and attack New York and then snap and half the people disappeared and then oh, another snap and they're back. Like, weird he's still shit in happens. high school. Like, he's, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, so, that would be really so hard. Are, so is eventually we get Ms. Marvel. So is, like, we're gonna do, high school is i know it's hard but like he's also almost an adult <laughs> he's about to go off to school i don't i don't know he could just present the information and let them decide whether they think he's crazy or not <laughs> it's uh, again i mean we're, we're arguing hypotheticals here but uh i don't i don't blame him for not uh pushing at that moment anyway and look and look i acknowledge okay that this is more than likely okay just setting up the next time that I'm going to cry like a baby, which is in the third Spider-Man movie where everybody remembers and Aunt May comes back. And so this does Tony Stark. This is the Stark. third Spider-Man movie. The third of the, of the next trilogy, I mean, of the next oh. uh, of the next trilogy, right? And then everybody remembers and, and, and they, 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 they merge and like people come back. Like Miles Morales lost his mom. And then like after Secret Wars, everything came back and like now his mom is there, his dad is mm-hmm. there. And like, you know, and he's, he's, this type of stuff happens in, in, in <laughs> all the time. I mean, it literally happened in Endgame, right? Like we lost half of the population and they came back. And that mm-hmm. moment when they come back is still goosebumps. Every time I watch that, every time I watch that scene, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, there's definitely a payoff there. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that'll eventually happen <laughs> where we'll, we'll get a lot of this um, uh, stuff back and, and we'll feel like we earned it. Um, but uh Yeah. Yeah, Oof. I just I just feel so. Oh, he's, why did he have to suffer so much? And I think I think that's the part that I, I struggle with. Like, why? There's there's, oof. 
is it really is it true that it, it, you have to sacrifice everything well and that's another that's another theme that i think a lot of people talk about in um superhero stories do they have to sacrifice to be a hero do you have to go through something horrible to want to do good things and help people and we proved it that helps, you didn't have to. It helps, right? but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, and, and this Spider-Man already proved that you don't have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, sacrifices, sure. Consequences, sure. But this feels so cruel. <laughs> it feels so cruel. And again, because he is a kid. Like at the end, like you see, like he's got this box. He's living alone in this place. And he's got his GED book. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, I'm. Nobody remembers me. I didn't even go to school technically. You know. Um, and there's a oof. Yeah, but I. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we jumped right to the part where uh, I was all depressed about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Laura, is there is there um, like a particular thing that, that uh, you wanted to um, uh, discuss about the movie that you think would be uh, important? It's got some deeper themes there. I also like the idea of like, I don't know if I, I still don't know how I feel about how it plays out in the movie, but the idea of fixing them quote unquote like helping the the villains um if i could only do this thing they wouldn't be this way and in life like we can't fix other people we can't we can make things easier for them we can present information give them options but we can't make them make the choices and in this movie once again taking away agency and making them make choices um some of the villains wanted to be fixed and some of them didn't you know um but I liked the idea of redeeming them and making the taking away the thing that got in the way and turned them into something like all of them were trying to fix a problem in their lives and it fucked them up. <laughs> um, That's true. Uh, even even what was Osborne's? Why did I forgot why he, he had like a didn't he have like a debilitating like he. No, he was trying to perfect the super soldier serum, um, essentially, right. and he was got to get voted out of his own company by the mm-hmm. by the board. So it was a little and more so to save his own skin. <laughs> yeah, to save his own skin, he became the first human test subject for his serum, and it altered right. his person. It basically just drove him crazy. So hubris, we got him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was still trying to fix a problem, but it was a little more of it was a, 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 a self centered dollars and cents <laughs> problem. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then um Electro was Peter Parker didn't want to come to my birthday party essentially. Um Well, and that I think it was also like he was just one of those guys that everyone kicked around. He was that he that company. Fr- yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he just, you know, had an unfortunate uh, on the job accident and did not get workers comp for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he tried to kill everybody. Yep. Basically. Yeah. That's a that's a Lesson to everyone: Give workers comp. Also, I forgot that the lizard. I forgot had already had already. <laughs> no, no, but God. like in in but the then movie, I remembered. Yep, mm-hmm. he had already changed back at the end, right? Like mm-hmm. he changed back in, in in his version of the movie. Yeah, do y'all remember mm-hmm. what happened? Right, so like, what did, what did he do after that? Did he yeah, still die? All the rest, of, all the rest of them were about to die when that happened. Yeah. And so what what um, what I gather is is that all of these all the villains were pop, were pulled out of their timeline at the moment when they were a about to die or b be cured. 
Um, and I only say cured like in in the lizard sense, yeah. really. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone else, like the goblin, was about to die, uh, or, or did, that, yeah. and the Sandman. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. you know he just kind of dusted off into the sunset. Yeah. Um, but all aside from that, everybody else was just like, yeah, no, I was literally about to die, and then all of a sudden I'm here. Which is this is where also the idea of like fixing them didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me because at the end of the day, they're gonna when go back and they're back, gonna die. Exactly, like everything they did just didn't really matter. Uh, because like Doc Ock, I mean, he came to at the end and say and like fixed his own problem, like. Right? Yeah, and, and you know, well, Doc and Doc Ox case, yeah, he sacrificed himself for it, but the goblin, he still stabs, he still yeah, gets yeah, stabbed. he was he, yeah, it was again hubris. It's like, oh, I got you. Yeah, then, oops, um, I missed. Electro, <laughs> Electro doesn't doesn't have any sudden change of hearts. He just gets overloaded and explodes. <laughs> and... <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. the, the fact the fact that oh, I mean now now I don't I don't want to criticize this part of the movie. I think it's valid, right? Where it kind of doesn't right, make this sense. Is why I, where this they is were why pulled. I said I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, like yeah. The, the way that played out, but it's good. But the, but the <laughs> deeper we go into that, I mean, then it was all for Peter's benefit, right? Because ultimately, however it goes, it goes back. Like the version of of uh, Toby and Andrew that actually are at that moment are probably still going to end up <laughs> doing something to either they're you know, in the middle them. in the middle of like stabbing them or yeah. in the middle of like it, it, they're all gonna die yeah 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 like it's it's oh right so it's really for the benefit or, or i guess it's for the benefit of the three spider-men, Spider-Man's. really mm-hmm. than, being able than to it get is that them. chance to to fix them the way they are in, initially and originally wanted to like they never wanted to harm any of them yeah. it's just like in in their worlds, they were left without the choice, um, which growing up was always something that kind of felt a little weird. Considering Spider Man's always had the rule of like not killing, and yet okay. in almost all the movies, all the villains end up dying in some way, shape, or Is form. That However, true? they I think in the comics he might have. I mean, like he gen he generally has the rule of not killing. I mean, I'm sure there's there's instances where he he does. Um, but for the most part, you know, he's one of those heroes where it's like, I'm not going to kill anybody because that's not Don't cool. get Josue started. <laughs> There's a whole episode where I ranted about this. Okay. About Spider-Man. <laughs> about Spider-Man in, in, in the game when you're like, oh yeah, I don't kill anybody. And you're just like, Yeeting beating, the oh, exactly. And hanging them for, oh yeah. Don't get, don't and get me started. And with Batman exploding buildings with like yeah. missiles and things like that. Yeah. But, no one dies. So, so, so now, I mean, I hadn't thought about it this way, but like. Toby and Andrew get these amazing moments that are like capstones to their to their to their stories, right? And um, uh, even even just that moment of uh, of uh, uh, Toby Spider Man, like that moment with Doc Ock, where it's like, like, how you been? Like, I get to see you again, you know? Like, I felt so horrible about what happened, and he's like, how you doing, kid? Like, you're all grown up, and he's like, well, I'm trying to do better, you know? It's like that moment is like powerful for toby Maguire's like future version of spider-man mm. um again not necessarily for doc ock uh and uh, maybe also 
all these, even if they're fixed and they go back, they would technically just be like variants. And then that's a whole other conversation. Uh, the, that's the, a whole other Loki conversation. It's a whole other Loki conversation, depending on when Loki happens in the. Well, may- like, well maybe they're not variants. Maybe it's part of the timeline. Like the. No, because if they go back, that would branch, that would make a branching timeline. Uh, yes. if yeah, because the let's, events say, of the movies. let's say both, let's say hypothetically that in those moments, each of the like for for Garfield and mm-hmm. for for Toby, let's say that those moments like they were they were all plucked out. It's also them being plucked out at that moment. So they both left the timeline. So when they come back now, it's like oh hey, let's not do this instead because of what we just experienced over there. Well, but well, they, but they no. come back later because Toby is older and says that he and MJ have it figured out, and I think they're married and probably have kids. And so is Andrew, right? Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Like, they're oh, yeah, future you're versions. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. But when the villains go back into that moment. Moment, let's say that it does change, right? Where like, yo, I, I've been fixed. Or Norman Osborn's like, hey, I don't want to fight anymore. You're not going to believe it just happened to me. That would branch the timeline immediately, mm-hmm. and like we'd still mm-hmm. the movies would still exist in one timeline, and this would be a brand new right. timeline that would branch off. Um, but besides that, uh, <laughs> but even <laughs> right? then, they talk about how Steve Rogers goes back, and then well, why isn't that a problem? There's well, that a, was meant to happen. They're long. No, I mean, there's there's no confirmation about about which version. If we're in the original MCU, like oh, it's, exactly. It's, it's, I exactly. love this stuff. Don't get me started. Mm-hmm. If you watch oh, Shield, look, the, multi, look, the multiversal look. theory and, and all I, this stuff is just so wild. I'm not even just talking about timelines. Look, I got a sharpie right the, here. Let me let me draw some yeah. things for you. <laughs> um, uh, but 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 t- so Toby gets his moment, and then of course Andrew Garfield Spider Man gets that moment where he saves MJ. I mean. That is like cathartic for him, right? Like that I we cried. have that moment. Yeah, oh no, my God. no, amazing, right? To 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 see to see that like further off into the future, he gets a second chance at 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 saving someone in the same exact situation, right? And it's like it's not his Gwen; he's not able to do, it, but he's what that means to him. Amazing. But Peter, uh, Peter Holland, Tom Holland loses everything. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went back to that, but uh, it just it just like it hurts more now. <laughs> it stings. But but more. he got the catchphrase that with great power comes great responsibility. It's not, it's not a catchphrase. Oh, we also get May's May's phrase of if you help someone, you help everyone. Look, it's 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 all good stuff. Um, but Peter is alone and gets nothing. He's a, <laughs> again. I mean, sure. He can, might he be a better he, hero now? He gets a new suit. He gets a new suit. Yeah. yeah. He gets a hand-sewn suit on a sewing machine. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's got the classic suit. Like, now he's really Spider-Man. Get out of here with that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I like the suit. I like the whole thing. I like the idea. I'm, I'm, look, I'll be there opening night for the next Spider-Man, but damn. Same. I just, I just. Oh, so sad for him. Um, but the, again, all of those moments, the way they set those things up, and each, I think each of the villains also, right? Like they have, like like you were saying, Lana, like they each have something. Like they 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 have these these the versions of their stories, right? Where like, is it? Do they want to get better? Right? Like like you talked about wanting Osborne to fix them. Seems like he wants he absolutely, wants to get better. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's and, that was like a moment that it's like someone with like alzheimer's or something he just doesn't know what's going on right? yeah. he's kind of lost and then there's doc ock who's like 
I don't want your help. But uh, y- yes and no, right? Like there's. I feel like he he then did. when he gets the help, he he wants it. Yeah, he was he was he's like a Sundari, you know. He he wanted the help, but he didn't actually want the help. You know, you could see when once he was like, oh wait, like what's happening? The tentacles to me? were what was controlling. Yeah, him, and, and he's arguing with them, the and it's like, oh wait, he's not okay. Um, uh, the lizard's like he didn't care, right? The lizard's are just like this is gonna be fun. Um, and Electro did not. Electro, no, Electro, Electro, was kind like, of. He was like indifferent, and then he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I want this arc reactor." It was the best version of himself, right? Like literally, mm-hmm. even physically, right? It's like I've never, like, it fixed everything. Mm-hmm. Like er, er, all of the the way they present him in the movie, right? Where he's like ugly and you know like stutters and like all this stuff right he's like awkward like he's complete like all that is gone right he's been transformed so to him he's like the best version of himself that he's ever been and so he doesn't want to lose that plus like the power feels good right he was he was talking Mm -hmm. about he's like that's a lot of power um that's just the way i'm wired now and so that'll be that'll be fantastic um so yeah so like that was and sandman was pretty consistent he's like i just want to mm-hmm. see my daughter <laughs> just, just get me home, home. <laughs> just get me home um that was I, I still think they balanced that well like everybody had a d- completely different motivation for for being there and doing what um mm-hmm. uh all that stuff <sighs> yeah yeah anything anything uh w- 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 anything else um like big i mean there's tons of stuff to talk about in the movie but uh other like really big um pieces of the film that uh or things that happened that you you know thematically that people it might resonate with people or might um make people feel a certain way ideas no hmm? Hmm? i brought I mean, up mine already <laughs> yeah i i mean kind of going back a little bit to the the positive masculinity thing i i think it was um I think it was really nice because, like I, I like I mentioned earlier, how they had a lot of these like meta jokes kind of at Andrew Garfield's expense, and like then you kind of see it, like you see like oh, it, it really does like kind of affect him, and like he he really does like he's really really hard on himself. He's a lot more of a that like more of a self destructive Peter, where he's really really hard on himself and takes it. And it you know, and Tom and and Toby are both like no, like you're you're still amazing. Like say it, say sure, you're amazing. Toby, say it. Yeah, because he's say from it. the amazing. <laughs> exactly and all because it's like oh yeah i was in space and i was part of the avengers and and it's like oh i fought an alien goo monster you know it's all these things and he's like oh well i just fought a russian mobster in a rhinoceros suit like (laughs) (laughs) you know what's positive masculinity uh uh, a a man who has a, a, a a strong relationships um and 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 uh, and accepts the support of his friends and family and mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we yeah, take well, that away from him? Gone. So now he's just all alone and doesn't need anybody's help. And now he's a real and man. he's angry. We'll see. I don't know. I'm. Again, I'm I think. About this. I think that the <laughs> darkness piece. I think that it. He had some growth at the end with Toby and and uh, Andrew Garfield. Like after the moment where he almost killed uh green goblin but yeah yeah and then you know the, the kind of moments like you're in a lot of pain aren't you yeah yeah i am there's a, <laughs> there's this there's this like double standard with some of these heroes where and i and i get it right like what spider-man 
there are parts of Spider-Man that you don't want to mess with. And one of them is, is, is that, right? Like we can't, especially again, he's a kid, right? Like we don't want him to, 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 to have this like revenge and, and, and kill this guy right now. Um, although like how, how many Shatari that they, that they all kill anyway, mm-hmm. the, um, but, but like, uh, most of the other heroes, they're just shooting people left and right, like literally just, just like, you know, not even, I'm not even going to count. I'm not even going to count how many, um, murders, um, uh, uh, Steve Rogers committed with his shield and his fists. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking just like the people he shot alone <laughs> with guns in all of these movies. Right. It's like, we don't, we don't bat an eye and uh, sure. It's like, they're not like meaningful, necessarily meaningful characters in the same sense. Um, but that's that's something that I I always find I find interesting in in these superhero discussions in general, where th- this is very similar to the to the Batman thing, right? Like with Batman, it's like he's he doesn't kill, right? Like that's the he one doesn't rule. Use guns. He doesn't yeah. use guns. He doesn't kill. That's the one thing that he'll never do, and that's like what defines him. He beats the crap out of people and probably gives them traumatic brain injuries, and they live in comas or whatever he's 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 the kind of guy where it's like he won't kill but he's gonna cause enough injuries that if you happen to die as a result of injuries that's i didn't technically kill you you died of something else but what i'm saying is that there's this code there right that like that defines the character but if like you're cool with killing like go for it you know it's all good (laughs) i love that i love the 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 I forget what the number is of how many millions of people were on the uh, Death Star when Luke blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> they talk there's the but that's a big theme in a lot of books. Um, the Lost Stars book mm-hmm. by Claudia Gray talks about people who were had friends on the Death Star and what it was like and how the rebels were monsters because they killed that many people. Yeah. Because they don't know what's actually going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but but it's it's that idea of like that murder, that killing, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, the argument with with Batman and the Joker. It's like if you would just kill the Joker years ago, how many lives would you have saved? Right? We're like, no, I've got this code. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. In just Titans, like if they had pressed the button, how many people would have not gotten hurt? We know of at least one who wouldn't have died. <laughs> who wouldn't have died and uh yeah i mean and i wouldn't I have been hurt emotionally if they would have just <laughs> pressed the button yeah I, I, you remember mj she's like hey, look if i don't hear anything from you in like an hour or so i'm pushing the button and you would think that the moment they heard something on the news of like hey yeah there was this huge ass fight and an explosion at this you know apartment complex she's, she, well, she was just known. like she's like i'm pushing the button and then ned's like no 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 wait <laughs> well, he did sparkles mm-hmm. yeah, with his fingers he did sparkles yeah I mean, I, I I get that though. Like, Spider Man is in, is is inspirational, right? Like, like he was inspired by by what May said, and then and so and he inspired MJ and and Ned, and so like they're on board. It's like we can do this. Like as soon as as Doctor Strange comes through, May he's like, "What is going on?" And MJ says, "It's working. Like, Peter's plan is working. He's actually curing them." Right, he doesn't say fixing mm-hmm. them. He says curing them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like well, but they kept them. the the villains were the ones that kept using the word fix. <laughs> we don't need to be yeah. fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. That's 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 really interesting. 
I was, yeah, I like that you've brought up that idea so many times of like taking away people's agency. Cause that, that's, that's really, damn, I think that's, that's the whole fucking that, movie. That's the yeah. theme in the movie. It's, it's like taking away people's choice. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even, I mean, even May does that in a way. I mean, I don't know. Feel free to argue with me, right? But like, Peter had made up his mind. He's like, and then no. she's like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah, and she's like, actually, you know, let's do it this way. He's like, mm, what I'm doing is good, but what you're doing is more good. <laughs> so sure, <laughs> I'll do that, right? It's like nobody, nobody let anybody, um, even ah, oh, right? Like Doctor Strange didn't let him have a choice, and uh, but Peter didn't let Strange push the button like like every like all and, of these and things. peter took away strange's choice by locking him away he in did. his mirror he did, he did. Uh, world yeah. yeah yeah i mean i mean ultimately right like you could view this and and i would accept this argument from anybody where it's like uh the lesson here for peter is like this was the cost of you of you messing like you messed up and he says it right he's like this is this is a problem that i have to fix like all these things happen and it got it kept getting worse and worse and worse and so ultimately these are like the consequences of his actions um which is which is true but like yeah that whole thing of like taking away people's agency is um fascinating yeah i think that's the theme of the movie i hadn't thought about it that way but i think that's it mhm the idea of like yeah yeah huh i didn't th- yeah i mean what a fun movie, but also, <laughs> but also the more I think about it, <laughs> the more oh, I think about it, it's like, wow, wait a minute. Lots of, lots of cheering, lots of, um, uh, like again, those moments when, when the other Spider-Man come in, that's like, it's on, I still can't believe it happened. And I was mm-hmm. expecting it to happen. I still can't believe it happened. Oh, I know it was, <sighs> It was it was like the the like the most elated I felt. Um, I, I made the joke that it, it cured my depression. Um, I no longer hate winter. Um, my <laughs> serotonin levels are officially at peak levels. Um, again, into, into the Spider Verse did did this really well, but the characters really we didn't know them. Like they were all new to us in that movie, mm-hmm. including Miles. Like that version of Miles is completely that new to version, us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here it's like, no, we know this. We know all three versions of these Spider-Men um, from, from different um, points. There's actually, there's a, there's a comic book called Spider-Man, um, which, so, so the, the story of Miles Morales, which also, I love that joke. I love that joke of like when, when Electro uh, <laughs> is like, Oh, He's like, what happened? It's like, ah, oh, you're from Queens. You help poor people. Like, I just, I always thought you were black. I'm surprised <laughs> you weren't. He's <laughs> like, there's got to be a black uh, Spider-Man somewhere. Um, in the in the comics, right? So in the Ultimate Universe, the, the there was Spider-Man, um, and then he died. And shortly after he died, Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man, but he never gets to meet the original Spider-Man before he becomes. Um, spider-man he kind of it, it's a really cool story how, how that all happens but like and it's tragic how how spider-man dies but it, it's very much um it, i mean it's, it's a lot like this like he sacrificed himself but he died in the process um mm-hmm. and the the ultimate version and so there is there are some multiverse shenanigans that happen in the comics where miles morales goes from uh oh, what's the number 
I forgot I forgot the number of their universe and goes to 616 where um oh no no it's the other way around uh Peter Parker from 616 goes to ends up in the ultimate universe you know what's funny is actually I just I actually just read this whole comic Spider-Man um, you read Spider-Man yeah two weeks ago P- Peter Parker right Peter Parker goes from 616 mm-hmm. to the ultimate universe yeah right yeah and so and for for Miles it's a huge moment because he gets to meet a Peter Parker, an ex- a more experienced Spider-Man, um, which he never got to meet because he started basically all alone um, uh, doing this with with just um, Yankee, which is like very much what, Ned. What, what Ned was based on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I think and, right down to the Lola, <laughs> to his Lola. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, it, it's, and it's, a, I don't know, it, it's an awesome story that really um, plays with that idea of... Um, learning from someone who who has more experience and learning from someone you know uh newer and i don't i don't know that that story it does it it does it really really well um also so to see that happen here was was fun i think that's where i was going i kind of lost the thread at some point because i got excited when you said you read it uh, recently too because it's a really good Mm. uh, it's 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 a it's bendis right bendis is the one who who writes yeah 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 yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, yeah, my my fiance bought it for one of her coworkers. Um, you know, sadly not for me, but mm. you know, it, it's fine. Bought it for one of him because it, um, you know, something was going on with him, so she wanted to do this for him. And um, she's like, "Well, do you want to read it before I give it to him?" And I was like, <laughs> "Just like she was like, just don't mess up the comic too much, but you can read it." And I was like, oh, "I guess I'll read you're, it then." You're like opening the book just enough that it doesn't crease the the binding Bas- that, on the that's trade. A, that's basically what I did. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like, I hope I can read in the in the in the, in the, in the like in just the like margin. I get my get my flashlight out. Just like, all right, hold on, hold on. All right, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um yeah i mean it, it it's great i mean the next spider-man game uh is oh, going so to be excited. i mean is going to dive even deeper into that right like the, the, the miles morales game already does that a lot where we have that relationship between two spider-men and it's it's great and so mm-hmm. to tap into to it this way was um was a lot of fun just unbelievable i don't want another spider-man movie though i want a, a spider-gwen movie you want a Spider Gwen movie? I, or I would take a Miles Morales Spider Man. Also, uh, fun fact: uh, Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Steinfeld, right? That's right. Yeah, Steinfeld uh, does the voice of Spider Woman slash Spider Gwen on Into the Spider Verse, and she plays mm-hmm. Kate Bishop in. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. I, also, I, I think Aaron Johnson uh, is has been cast as playing the. Uh, what's the Spider-Man villain? The uh, Craven, the Hunter. Craven is his name, right? Yes, and that that is a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. So, correct. so Aaron Johnson is going to play him, and of course, he he played Pietro on um, uh, in the <laughs> Avengers. That's funny. Oh, oh, goody. No, um, I I just always think back to like that meme tweet. It was like, so do I need to watch Spider-Man's one, two, three, <laughs> one, two, uh one two again before i can watch this one to understand it and then i think back i'm like well you know if you really want to get like to know like the deeper like the intricacies of their jokes and like the the things that they're making about it or like even just like understanding where some of the iconic lines are coming from like i'm somewhat of a scientist myself or like (laughs) it's complicated like i'm like 
Yeah, you, you kind of do. You kind of mm-hmm. have to watch all of those movies if you want to be able to that. understand. And the five movies with and Tom the, Holland. The, the rest exactly. of the, Well, yeah, Spider-Man. So Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Spider-Man 1, 2. Amazing Spider-Man uh, 1, 2. Yeah, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 1, 2. Uh, and then Homecoming, Far From Home. N- Civil War. Just War. Civil and War. And Infinity War. Infinity Endgame. War, Endgame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I'm just like... Yeah, you, Te- I mean, technically, like, you have to watch Venom too to understand um, the, the post post credits post credit scene. And if you want to understand the post post credit scene, uh, no. um, you've got to watch WandaVision. Sorry, you also have to watch Daredevil. <laughs> oh yeah, you oh do. yeah, you have to watch, have to watch three seasons of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> um, when when he when he appeared, the my the entire theater that I was in just erupted in cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I saw it at the drive-in, but that was my car, which was me and Nina. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I know, I know. How weird movie, was it? But like. How weird was it that we, everything, there wasn't. There I can't was, wait to, I hope that, I mean, they brought him back. I am hoping that he comes head to head with uh, She-Hulk in, in the courtroom. <laughs> That's uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, we've already got, I mean. You know, spoilers for Hawkeye, but like we've got connections to other things happening in Hawkeye too. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't spoil that, I guess, but you know, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's all connected. It's all it's all happening. I, it's and and happening. I I I totally have theories as to what the next, at least what the next two movies are going to be about. The Spider Man um, movies, yeah, the two Spider Man movies, the next ones. Like I, I totally see a Venom one, like what that post credit scene. Like it, it's something that I like they. So. I, I really feel like that's something that they're going to do. And I don't, next, I don't know if Sony will let it go. And they, they gave everything they did was with Sony's permission. So oh, I, yeah, do you remember, exactly. remember when the universe was opening, uh, like uh, obviously at the end, right? And mm-hmm. you see all these silhouettes of different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the characters that you see, the ones that are like clearly visible, apparently, as far as as far as uh, I, I've seen online, they're all Sony uh, upcoming Sony or or, or past Sony um, characters from spider-man m- movies or that universe so like the craven thing was like that it's like scorpion he was uh, in one of the end credit scenes like those characters they were all like that like i, I was like oh is there any Morbius? x-men coming through is there other <laughs> stuff right like no it was I all saw, you see a rhino in there exactly right rhino right it was all uh sony spider-man stuff and i say sony because like they're the mm-hmm. only like that they're they gave their blessing right those are the characters that they mm-hmm. um well, I also there. totally feel like they're going to have a Scorpion movie. Like, you know, you have it at Homecoming. Like you you drop Gargan in there, and now you have J. Jonah Jameson, and, and, you know, like with the origins of Scorpion, with him trying to create a, a hero that would stop him and t- instead creates a, a huge supervillain. I feel like that's something that's going to come back. Because, see, like... But but I don't... I don't... See, getting excited about seeing, like, classic Spider-Man stories... Is what I'm is something that uh, the cool thing about this Spider Man is that he has nothing about his story about his movies, nothing about his story at all in the MCU has been like it's all been new, like it was all surprising, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing like there was no sure they're they're pulling pieces of things, right? But it was such a completely different version of the of the of the character and of the stories Mm -hmm. um, that to go and I, I mean i guess they they could and maybe they will i i would say like i i'm not saying like it's something like oh yeah i'm gonna call it now but I, I do think it's definitely a theory because i mean at the end of homecoming you hear him he's like oh so you know who the spy like who the spider is like 
you gotta let like if you know tell me because i'm interested in finding out who he is so i can go after him be, probably because i'm sure he's probably busted him off screen sometime at some point in time yeah um and then of course michael keaton's like well if i knew who he was he'd be dead so and because gargan never knew who he was he only is only, he obviously is only going to know spider-man so i feel like that's still gonna I, that opens up the avenue of like something that they can dive into if that's you know something they want to make a call back to like i think it's definitely a possibility um that they will have a movie based on scorpion plus I, it gets a little bit more you know j jonah jameson and kind of like that whole ordeal with things but i mean it's again it's a possibility and i'm i i would be um i i would be i don't think i necessarily would be surprised if they did it but i'd be i'd be interested to see like what story they'd create from it I hadn't thought about this, but I think that by basically resetting him in the MCU, it creates the perfect opportunity to actually to literally pull him from the MCU. Which I think is what the plan might be. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Holland is done being Spider-Man. No, I, no, no. He signed up. I, I mean, I've, that was they. They've heard. They've talked about him being a producer instead of an actor, and uh, possibly okay. the. Uh, there's rumors that the pr- announcement that he was doing another trilogy is premature. Uh, uh yeah, I think because he's not signed on to anything yet. Yeah, my guess is that he's that he is going to definitely do another few movies, but I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves if they just like everybody forgot him already. So let's just literally pull him from the MCU. I would mm-hmm. be okay with that. I'm okay. Yeah. In terms of the MCU, I'm okay with that too. I'm I'm fine with the next like the next three movies if he were to be a part of them, them being their own standalone movies, not connected to the MCU at all. Yeah. I mean, I would say very loose. Actually, I would say very loosely tied. Like you can, you might they might hear some things about it, or like you would see some things that like that happened in his movies be affected, like affecting slightly the MCU, just like in small subtle ways, but nothing that they like call attention to really. Mm, no, no. I, I, you can't uh, i don't think they can I mean, do that but i i do feel like i feel like maybe the comment i would be it would be something to really like look forward to if what they're since i see what they're doing like even with like you know their lineup and they're trying to introduce a lot of these younger things and I mean, probably eventually introduce the young avengers or um something like that we do actually get a miles morales like one of his movies, you start slowly like dropping the hints of subtleties of introducing it, and we get a uni- uh, the MCU, so to speak, in this universe. We have, we can have the two Spider Men sort of coexist, but then we kind of shift that focus from Tom Holland to that, and then you kind of see him get interacting with that. And I guess it's a way to kind of, I mean, it, it's possible, but again, it's a whole thing with Marvel and Sony. I'm, but it would I'm be fun to see that we would get a Miles Morales because we did get a scene with Prowler already. Exactly. Um, and I don't know. Disney just um, signed an initiative to make sure that 50 percent of their actors in movies are from diverse populations, as they put it. Um, so who knows? Yeah. yeah. If they were to make a, a Miles Morales movie. mm. I I would be, I'm mm, I would be so happy. 
there is a Miles Morales movie that's called Into the Spider-Verse and it's amazing. Well, I mean, I mean the live action. Spider-Man and movie. there's a sequel. Oh, 100. Um, across the Spider-Verse, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm 1,000% here for it. But I, if they make a live action Miles Morales movie. Two, the, the, the three main characters of, uh, of that movie, as far as we can tell so far, are Miles Morales, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right and uh, and Gwen Stacy. That's a uh, that's pretty pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, that's um, pretty excited. good. Well, n- now we're just geeking out about the future, and I mean, uh, I could I could argue a few different things, but who who knows what'll happen? Uh, I think we touched on a lot of the the biggest themes of um, of the movie. Definitely the way they affected us. Is there anything else, Lara? Like, uh, did you any other takeaways? Um, Anything your clients have said so far about the movie, uh, how it how it affected them? Nothing. Dead dead parents suck. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> they played into this might open can can of worms, but they played into the women in refrigerators trope. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Yes, they did. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, you didn't have to kill Aunt May because you already you already lost you already Tony lost Tony Stark. Stark. <laughs> And then on top of everything, he lost everybody else. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's a, it's it's very sad. I'm curious, please, if this movie uh, also depressed you, please let me know. Um, <laughs> let me know the good things that you liked about it too. But uh, if it, if it made you sad, or if I ruined it for you now and made it sad for you, please uh, let let me know. I will continue to work through these feelings with my therapist uh, in a couple of days. Um, any any uh, final uh, thoughts from you, Mark? I'm 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 I need to go see it again. That's that's it. I I need to go watch this another four or five times, yeah. um, like I did with Endgame, and um, cry all four or five times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that. I hear that. All right. So um, the the plan is that there will be a GT library entry for for the movie with um, some of the ideas that we've presented here, and where you can go to the GT library and. Uh, it is a it is a an open source wiki where you too can contribute um, to it. So if there are any themes that we uh, did not touch upon, um, you can select them there for the movie. Add your own anecdotes and ideas um, so other people can uh, see how media affects us all and um, different ways that we can um, not only relate to it but uh, think about stuff, use it to talk about different things, and use it in our work. So thank you for listening. Uh, for more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.org. And please join us in our community spaces. Uh, there will be links in the show notes. Thank you, so much for, uh, thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.